0: Welcome to Conscious Millionaire, the high-performer marketing show with my featured guest, Christopher Lockhead.
1: This is Christopher Lockhead, author of Niche Down, and on today's show, I will reveal how you niche down so the market comes to you. You're listening to the Conscious Millionaire, high-performer marketing show. On today's show... JV interviews one of the world's top marketers for how to attract and close more of the right clients for you. Are you an entrepreneur, business owner, or business coach who wants to make a big impact and big money? Whether you want to turn five or six figures into your first million or double your seven-figure business, this is the show for you, the high performer who wants to play big. You're listening to the number one conscious podcast network on the planet. Our podcast and radio show are heard by over 12 million fans in 190 countries. Now, join your host, J.V. Crum III, serial entrepreneur, author, speaker, and high-performer coach.
0: Hello, this is your high-performer coach, J.V. Crum III, and a big warm welcome to all you high-performers who've joined me today. But before we get started, I want to give a big shout-out and thank you to all of our fans and friends in Montreal, Canada and Santa Cruz, California. I got a great friend and an incredible marketer with us today. He is an expert on how to niche down. And yes, we're going to discuss how you can niche down so that the market comes to you. Now, help me welcome our featured guest. He is the co-author of Niche Down, How to Become Legendary by Being Different. He's also the co-host of the Christopher Lockhead Follow Your Difference podcast. Fast Company Magazine calls him a human exclamation point, and The Economist calls him off-putting to some, and yes, he just had another article published in the Harvard Business Review. So help me welcome a man who coaches courageous CEOs and executive teams in category design and marketing, Christopher Lockhead. Christopher, thank you so much for joining us from, yes, Santa Cruz, California.
1: Hi, JV. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Well, you know, I am excited that you're on the show because you are the paramount marketer when it comes to category design and marketing differentiation. You know, I'm curious, what is the market that you currently work with and, and why did you choose them?
1: So I've spent about 30 years in the technology industry in the technology startup world and um i'm a, i was the cmo of three public companies and about 12 years ago i hung up my um gloves as a, a as an active fighter so to speak and became more of a coach advisor and investor and so uh, really i've just stayed in the world that i sort of grew up in i'm just in a different role today i work with um uh, venture capital firms and entrepreneurs on how to design and dominate categories
0: So I know that uh, traditionally you were working with what you called the big E entrepreneurs. And if you could just explain that, but now this new book, Niche Down, How to Become Legendary by Being Different is about small E, which is really more the world I work in. But could you kind of explain those two worlds to everybody listening?
1: Yeah. So I started off like many entrepreneurs as a small E entrepreneur at 18 years old after getting thrown out of school. Um, you know, like a lot of entrepreneurs, um, when nobody else will bet on your potential, you have to, <laughs> right? So, so I decided to bet on my own potential and hung out a shingle and started a business when I was a pretty young man. And, uh, I lovingly refer to people like that as smallly entrepreneurs, and then i i uh, moved to silicon valley and started to play in um, the entrepreneurial ecosystem here and have spent the bulk of my career with biggie entrepreneurs Uh, you write a piece of technology you raise um, a couple hundred million dollars from top tier venture capitalists you try to design and dominate a new category go public and ultimately become the next facebook google oracle cisco etc and so that's where i've spent most of my life and my first book was really primarily for that audience. And uh, my new book, Niche Down, is the, a lot of the same principles from my first book on how to design and dominate market categories, but uh, really focused on the small e-entrepreneur, the solopreneur, the youpreneur. preneur And as you know, JV, that's the heart of the United States. That's right. the vast majority the, of our, our entrepreneurs.
0: And that's most of the employment as well.
1: Exactly. And so, you know, my heart has always been uh, with that type of entrepreneur and I spent a lot of time with that type of entrepreneur of late. And so the number one question I got when Play Bigger came out uh, was, hey, how does this apply if I'm a small business or a family business or a solopreneur, et cetera? And so in a very real way, uh, niche down was a direct response to the questions that I was getting from um, small entrepreneurs around the country and and some around the world.
0: Well, you know, what I find curious is the whole process of niching down because, you know, there's so many books out. The riches are in the, are in the niches in that case. But you're really talking about this from a marketing perspective that's quite different because typically you're talking about getting to that niche so that you can differentiate yourself. But you're talking about get to that niche because that's your golden goose to get people wanting to come to you. I wanna talk about that concept and how anybody listening, a business owner, business coach, entrepreneur, independent professional who's entrepreneurial can actually use this process to grow their business.
1: Yes, so um, the, the first thing I'd share with you is that most entrepreneurs of whichever ilk are enter into a mindless battle of competition where they really can't win. And here's a simple example. Do you remember JV the movie, Something About Mary?
0: Yeah, actually I was watching a YouTube about that just uh, last night, that's kind of funny.
1: So so one of my favorite scenes in the movie is um, uh, Ben Stiller is driving and he picks up this crazed, I think he's a serial killer if I remember, but he's certainly a wacko who's hitchhiking. And played by a, a hysterical comedian who's got a great podcast. He's great to go see live if you get a chance. His name is Harlan Williams. So anyway, Stiller and Williams in their characters are driving down the road, and Stiller says to Williams, you know, they're chit-chatting about life, and he's sort of asking what his plan for his life is and this and that. And so the uh, Harlan says, well, you know that infomercial, eight-minute abs? I'm going to do seven-minute abs. And Stiller turns and looks at him and says, well... That's great, but what are you going to do if someone comes out with six-minute abs? And so what most people are doing in business is having an eight-minute abs, seven-minute abs discussion. What legends do is they change the way people think about a problem and therefore a solution, and they become highly differentiated as a result. Let me give you two simple examples. So um, uh, one of the biggest failure rates in small business are um, restaurant and uh things of that ilk these two gals get together and start a bakery so uh, when most when most entrepreneurs start off the the way they think they're going to be successful is essentially by having an awesome product so if you and i were going to start a bakery we would think about um our products and how great we can make them. And then maybe secondarily we would think about our location and our pricing and those kinds of things. But most entrepreneurs believe so deeply in their product, their carbodingulator, that they think once the world experiences it or tastes, in this case, the baked goods, will be successful. Well, there's a bakery that has over 250 locations and is a franchise operation in in the United States called Nothing Bunt Cake. And two gals got together, and they decided to start a bakery. But they didn't make the mistake that everyone else makes, which is compete solely on product. They purposely um, designed a niche that they could own, and they put it in the name of the place. So guess what they sell? (laughs) And now there's over 250 of them, and obviously they've been incredibly successful. And that's the difference between um, becoming known for a niche that you own and just competing on the merits of your product. Now, I'm not saying nothing but cakes doesn't have great products. They do. And I'm not saying you shouldn't have great products. You should have great products. However, they're not a generic bakery. They're not, you know, JV and Christopher's Bakery. They're nothing but cake. And if you want bun cake and like bun cake, you go there. And if you don't, that's not the right place for you.
0: So it's interesting, as long as we're talking about that uh, genre, uh, you know, there's voodoo donuts, right? And and it seems to me they've done the same thing because you go to Portland, there's a long line and there's one in Denver and there's a long line. And really, they've differentiated themselves in a a certain way. And and it's not that they said their donuts are better.
1: Right. right. And I I don't know voodoo, but uh, that sounds exactly right. Another food one I love um, is um, there's a company in the San Francisco Bay Area called Sushi Rito. It's a sushi burrito. And they solved a problem that heretofore nobody had really figured out. And the problem is, how do I have sushi on the go? Typically, if you want sushi on the go, you get it in those plastic containers. And if you're in the car, you can't really eat it while you're walking. And you certainly, you know, if you're in the car, you're just spilling your stuff all over yourself and so forth and so on. So they invented a way of taking a burrito paradigm and using it to create... Um, uh, essentially a giant sushi wrap. And there's seven or eight locations and they're killing it. As opposed to what most people do, which is they open JV and Christopher's Sushi Place and their competitive advantage is they have great sushi. In this case, they created a whole new niche in the sushi world um, called the Sushi Rito. And then if you think about it more in the consulting, coaching world that you and I live in, you know, a great example for me is my friend, uh, Eddie Yoon, and he was a management consultant uh, working at a top firm, and uh, and he was getting to a place in his life where his kids were, you know, out of the toddler stage and starting to grow up, and he was working, you know, sixty eight hours a week with a pretty pretty uh, nasty commute, and realizing he was going to miss his kids and. And then he thought on the, on the financial side, you know, I'm not really sure I'm truly monetizing my talent by being a partner at a big firm. So what does he do? He strikes out on his own as a solopreneur. But he doesn't do what most solopreneurs do, which is they just sort of say, hey, you know, I'm generically smart. I know about these topics. Hire me. That's not what Eddie does. Eddie proactively designs a niche for himself. And the niche is around growth. And so he is a growth strategist. His, his firm is called Eddie Wood Grow. And uh, he has done a whole series of things, including writing books, writing for HBR. Um, he hired a PR agent. He gets on CNBC and Fox Business talking about growth issues in, in, in different um, uh, markets. And so he has very thoughtfully positioned himself as a thought leader in business growth and he's done the kinds of things to uh, reinforce the niche and reinforce his leadership in that niche and so whether you're a small business that's super hard to differentiate like a bakery or you're an individual solopreneur consultant there is a way to uh, design a niche that you can become known for and ultimately dominate
0: Well, you've given some incredible examples and you've got this great book. And folks, we're going to have a link to that at ConsciousMillionaireMarketing.com on the show notes. So I highly recommend Niche Down, How to Become Legendary by Being Different. Can we complete this portion of the show with you giving us uh, some type of a formula, something that anybody listening can utilize in order to start working on getting their specific niche defined?
1: Yes, absolutely. The first thing is, what's the problem that you solve and why does that problem matter? The most legendary niche marketers, to niche down, you need to center on the problem. And then here's the part that's not necessarily um, intuitive. Market the problem, not the solution. Everybody wants to talk about their product or their service. Legendary marketers who niche down they they market the problem because the more people are concerned about the problem are worried about the problem the more time money and energy they will apply to solving that problem and so when you're going to become known for a niche that you own you fall in love with the problem you evangelize the problem you market the problem um that's the first piece the second piece is develop this thing that you can think of as a point of view And a point of view is a very particular kind of story, JV, which is first we evangelize the problem, then of course we talk about the solution, and then we talk about how you bridge the gap from the problem to the solution. And you should be able to create a point of view story that you can deliver in about 30 seconds around this is the problem, here's the solution, and here's how I help you bridge those things. Um, And so developing a point of view is very powerful. And then when you go to market, those are the kinds of things that you market.
0: Well, I really appreciate that. We're here with Christopher Lockhead. He is the author again of Niche Down, How to Become Legendary by Being Different. We'll be right back with the Conscious Millionaire Marketing Questions. Zach added 55,000 in recurring revenues. Laura billed as much in one week as she typically does in a quarter. And John doubled from 1 million to 2 million. Now that's their results, but how big of results will you get? Our VIP high performer private coaching isn't designed for everyone. It's exclusively for entrepreneurs who currently have six or seven figure revenues. And it's some of the most expensive high-end coaching in the world. Why? Because it's designed to get big results. And it comes with our famous double your coaching investment guarantee. If you want to make a bigger impact and bigger money, and you're tired of struggling to reach your next level alone, then I personally invite you to apply for a complimentary VIP high performer coaching session. Apply now. Go to ConsciousMillionaire.com forward slash apply. Again, go now to ConsciousMillionaire.com forward slash apply. Once again, go now to ConsciousMillionaire.com forward slash apply. Welcome back. I'm your high performer coach, JV Crum III, and I'm here with Christopher Lockhead. He is the author of Niche Down, How to Become Legendary by Being Different. And it's time for the 24-hour challenge. I'm curious, Christopher, I gave it to you. What's the challenge you have for every entrepreneur listening that'll help them move their business forward?
1: So I'd ask him to write down on a piece of paper what makes us or me if you're a solopreneur different and then over a period of 24 hours just keep writing things down as they come to mind after the 24 hours is done and make a long list you know have over 20 things um after the 24 hours take a look at the list and then with a sober eye ask yourself is this are these the things that really make me different or are these things that make me better Because here's what we know. Legends don't compete on better. That's the seven-minute, six-minute ab game. What you want is you want to be different. You want to stand out. Um, and, And the big aha is every entrepreneur, every artist, every scientist, every creator of any kind that you and I admire, we admire them because they broke and took new ground. They wanted everyone after them to be compared with them, they did not want to be compared with others. And so as you write that list of things that make you different, when you look at it with that sober eye, be ruthless with yourself. No, that's not really better. That, 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 or that's not really different. That's better. Because what most people tend to write are things that make them better in comparison to somebody else. We want to focus on what makes us different so that everyone else gets compared to us.
0: Thank you very much. That's the 24-hour challenge, and you can get that. If you're driving at the gym, pushing the baby carriage, go to ConsciousMillionaireMarketing.com. Scroll down till you see the show's title, How to Niche Down so the Market Comes to You. Go to the show notes, and we'll have that all for you in addition to all the notes from today's show. And now it's time for the Millionaire Marketing Questions Question number one, what is your number one strategy for how our entrepreneurs who are listening today can truly become high performers and move on their path as conscious millionaires to attract the right prospects?
1: You know, my number one is to follow your different. We hear this follow your passion all the time. And look, it's great if you're passionate about things. But the truth is, it's the people who are different that make the difference. And the secret to success is figuring out your different and then connecting your different to a problem that the world cares about. And if you're able to do that, that's where we find not just uh, business success and financial success, but frankly, it's the best utilization of your talent. Take the thing that you are most unique at, figure out how that uh, makes a difference in a problem in the world, and connect that. And if you do that successfully, not only do you have an opportunity to um reap the financial rewards but you know per per jv's show conscious right you're you're doing something that's going to make a difference
0: and what i also heard uh christopher was that if you can do that then get hyper passionate about bringing that to market and you're going to build a great company let's pull back the curtain once you've attracted those really incredible people that you should be incredibly excited to work with or sell your products to, what's your number one secret for closing the prospects that come in?
1: Okay, so I'll be a little corny with you here, JV. If I was able to tell you something that would double your sales this year, would you use that something? I would. All right, so here's what I've been using for 30 years. As I get to the end of any conversation, and I do this whether I'm talking to my wife or a prospect. I did it last night on a business dinner with a new prospect. And I use this question, is there anything else? And it turns out there always is. And often it's the case that you find out the thing that you most needed to know So last night at dinner, I was out with the head of marketing and the CEO of a big damn deal technology company in Silicon Valley. And we're having a conversation about working together. And at the end of the meal, I asked them the question, is there anything else? And they say to me, oh, yeah, there is. Um, Here's who else we're talking to in, in addition to yourself about maybe helping us with this. So I learned who my competition was. And had I not asked that question, I wouldn't know. So then we had a conversation about, well, um, how how I was different, but more importantly, how they were going to go about making the decision. So we didn't close the business last night, but what I do know is I am in a way better position to understand them and understand the thought process and who they're looking at as it relates to solving this problem, which is how do they design and dominate a new category? And so the magic sales question for me in my life for 30 years is, is there anything
0: else? I really appreciate that. And I suggest that you write that down because we're always looking how to take people on a journey. And I love that open-ended question about, is there anything else? Uh, Because the truth is there always is something else. And Right. Uh, That's when you get people to time or often. Yeah. It's it's
1: hugely important. Yeah. It also means if you're a lousy question asker or you're a lousy lousy uh, conversationalist, that question will catch anything that you forgot to focus in on. (laughs) Let's
0: talk about marketing tools. There's so many of them out there. You live in tech world. What's a marketing tool that you like?
1: So this may sound like a, uh, a somewhat uh, strange answer, but uh, I'm going to say the technology you and I are using right now, Zoom communications. And the reason I love it is you can use it to do exactly what we're doing today, which is create a podcast. You can do uh, webinars with it. You can do Facebook lives with it. And it's a great way to have an initial conversation with a prospect or a customer. Um and so, look, nothing is ever going to replace being face-to-face. But the truth is, you and I are looking at each other. We're having a great conversation. And while, would I be, you know, prefer to be sitting here uh, or having you next to me or vice versa? Sure. But the reality is, you live in Denver and I live in California. And we can have a pretty personal experience over right. the technology. And uh, so I just think it's an it's a underutilized capability. Where you can have face to face conversations instead of phone calls with your prospects and customers. And I highly recommend Zoom Communications.
0: I love Zoom and I use it for all the reasons you just described. In fact, folks, I want you to think about this. If you're having your prospect meetings and it's actually on the phone, I think that you're doing yourself and your prospect a disservice because I almost insist, unless it's just no way possible that to have a meeting we've got to be on zoom so we can see each other because you pick up so much more information and you can connect emotionally much more deeply when you've got the visual component
1: there's one other thing i wanted to mention from another friend of mine who's a small entrepreneur uh tushar atre he runs atranet and they build corporate websites in silicon valley with zoom of course with the client's permission they record every meeting they have
0: right and you can allow the other person to record so they can just keep the recording if they need it. You don't even have to send it to them.
1: Yeah, no, what they do is they record it just like we are right now. And at the end, they they put it into Dropbox. They send the client a Dropbox link. They have it. And that way they can go back if there was good ideas that came out or if there was commitments that were made that you want to memorialize or whatever it is. And I thought about that and I thought, you know what? That's really cool, this idea Uh, particularly if you're a coach or a consultant, you may want to think about it. Is there there a cool reason to record um, some of your meetings and conversations with your clients and customers?
0: You know, Christopher, you've got a great book, Niche Down, How to Become Legendary by Being Different. What's a marketing book you'd recommend for everybody else?
1: Well, I mentioned his name a little bit earlier. We've become buddies. Uh, His name is Eddie Yoon. I, I just love his book, Super Consumers. And the reason I love Super Consumers is what Eddie really unpacks is how to help think about um, who are the companies, who are the companies or or individuals, depending on whether you're B two B or B two C, who are not necessarily your best customers, but they're the best customers in the category. So if I'm Gibson Guitars, by way of example, I want to know who the top 10 percent of people who buy guitars are, not necessarily Gibson Guitars. And so he helps you think think through that, and those top ten percent super consumers are the are really the people and or companies who can move a category, who can change things in market share, and who are, who are the most um, profitable, and often offer the highest levels of feedback and information about your products and services, and so. Eddie breaks down how to identify those super consumers and ultimately how to endear yourself to them um, so that you get a bigger percentage of the super consumers. And if you get those super consumers, ultimately you get a bigger percentage of um, the customers in the category overall. it's just a great read.
0: Well, you know, Christopher, you've had a remarkable career as an entrepreneur. You're, you're just kicking it. I'm curious, what's your next summit that you want to scale And what might be an obstacle or challenge between you and getting to the top of that mountain?
1: A great question. Um, Well, I still do some, um, you know, advising and investing work with entrepreneurs. Um, I spend the vast majority of my time working today uh, as a writer and as a podcaster. And so um, really, it's just the growth of those things. Um, and so I have a, a big, a Hag, a big hairy audacious goal to get to a hundred thousand downloads per episode of my podcast. And so, you know, that's the next big, um, the big, uh, uh, mountain I'm trying to climb. And, um, I have no idea how to do that. <laughs> and I get advice from, from, uh, you know, veterans and experts like yourself. And, um, you know, one of the things I love about the podcast world, JV is, is, um, well, you could argue at some level maybe your podcast competes with mine or vice versa, although I, I wouldn't view it that way. Uh, many podcasters are very collaborative. I've had many big, big damn deal podcasters such as yourself be you know incredibly generous with me, give me advice, welcome me on their podcast, come on my podcast, et cetera, et cetera. And so I just find it really cool to be in this podcaster author world because it's brand new for me you know, I I had achieved a level of success in the world that I was in. And of course, I still have a foot in that world. And but I had to start at the bottom, you know, as an author and as a podcaster. And it's interesting when you've achieved some level of success in your chosen field. And then, you know, in my case, at age 48, um, to start at the bottom all over again, and be a nobody and learn things and fail and be embarrassed. And, um, and, and have kind people take you under their wing, et cetera. And so, um, you know, that's, that's my next big objective.
0: And now it's time for the marketing lightning round. First answer that comes to your mind for these five questions, best email subject line ever. This won't hurt a bit. A quick marketing tactic that anybody listening today can utilize.
1: Um, do something clever with your email signature. The one I just did by way of example is um, now Apple iPhones allow you to say, hey, Siri, subscribe to Christopher Lockhead, follow your different. And so that's on my email, Sig.
0: Word or phrase every marketer should use? New. Only one marketing channel that you could use, what would it be? No question,
1: podcasting.
0: I love that answer. And do you know, Christopher, you're the first person to give that answer for all the times I've asked that question.
1: You and I could talk for two hours as to why that's the right answer <laughs> yeah. if you want well, to, JV. <laughs> it's, it's, cer-
0: it's certainly the number one way people know me. Uh, final question, I want to go back in time. Who was a top marketing mentor to you and what will you be eternally grateful they taught you?
1: So no question on this one either, David Ogilvy, And- he taught me a lot of great things about, of course, advertising and marketing. Um, so this may be a weird answer, but the big thing he taught me was you could feel it in his writing that his authenticity, his no BS stance on life and advertising copy and running an ad agency. And, and, and he was open and he was real. And you got the impression that he was, he was really sharing with you His deep secrets and and so I just I was I was incredibly inspired by that because he was he was himself you could feel that he was kind of a gruff aggressive sort of a guy and he didn't sugarcoat things and so what he really taught me beyond just marketing and advertising stuff was you know that if it was okay for him to be his self himself in business maybe it was going to be okay for me to be myself in business.
0: I want to thank you for joining us and I want to thank you for showing up and listening because as I frequently say, there are no accidents. This was the information you need to take your next step forward. I look forward to connecting with you on the next Conscious Millionaire and Christopher, thank you so much for hanging out together today.
1: JV, my pleasure. Thank you.
0: Zach added fifty-five thousand in recurring revenues. Laura billed as much in one week as she typically does in a quarter, and John doubled from one million to two million. Now, that's their results, but how big of results will you get? Our VIP high performer private coaching isn't designed for everyone. It's exclusively for entrepreneurs who currently have six or seven-figure revenues. And it's some of the most expensive high-end coaching in the world. Why? Because it's designed to get big results. And it comes with our famous double your coaching investment guarantee. If you want to make a bigger impact and bigger money, and you're tired of struggling to reach your next level alone, then I personally invite you to apply for a complimentary VIP high performer coaching session. Apply now. Go to ConsciousMillionaire.com forward slash apply. Again, go now to ConsciousMillionaire.com forward slash apply. Once again, go now to ConsciousMillionaire.com forward slash apply.
1: Thanks for listening to Conscious Millionaire Media Podcast Radio Network. The host, producer, and owner of the show, distributors, and broadcast media make no claims that the strategies and information discussed on in the show will result in profits and may result in losses. The opinions and advice from the host guests do not necessarily represent those of the owner, staff, management, or broadcasters of the show. No legal, accounting, or financial, or health advice is made in the show. You're advised to seek counsel on matters related to your business, financial investments, or other legal matters from licensed advisors. Always consult your physician or licensed health advisor prior to making any changes in your diet, exercise program, and implementing any health strategies or information discussed on the shows. Not information provided may be suitable for your situation. As always, take full responsibility for the decisions and actions you take, including the responses that they create in your health.